Oh my god, this is so cool. Practice, practice. You ready? What do you see though a, on your screen? It's showing the boy of voice is echoing. Oh, just your voice. Okay, hi guys, this is Jane from Self Elevation. We have um, one of the youths in Lagos, Nigeria, and his name is. What is your name, sir? My name is Priya. Okay, so uh, we are going to interview Priya regarding the NSARS that's been happening and it's probably still ongoing in Lagos right now, but it kind of um, died down a little bit. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. Just um, try to um, get on point um, because, you know, we don't, we don't want to make it too long and so that we won't bore our audience too, okay? So first question, what is the protest all about? What is SARS or NSARS about? Um, initially, the protest is about ending police brutality. SARS stands for Stranger at Robbery Squad. Their main job was to attack and call out robberies and um, robbers. But lately, they've been brutalizing the youths. They've been a terror to the community. So the protest is about ending that terror, that brutality, that bad side of the group called SARS. Okay, so SARS is a uh, like a task force, like SWAT, like a government yes, yes, yes. government group. Okay, so they what mm. what are their duties? Why? Because I, I think um, this group, or I don't know, like your government officials. They, when they formed this group or when they asked this group to do some stuff, it kind of pissed off the youth over there, right? Like, what is it that pissed everybody there, which led to the protest? Well, what led to protest was the serial killings happening in every state, in every community. Like, boys being harassed and killed in broad daylight. But they've been... Um, how, how do I put it? They have been... I started of money. Yeah. See them like and there's, there's been recordings and evidence of this happening, and these officers were not brought to book, yeah. so it made the youth angry. That's why they're protesting. Okay, <clears throat> so the youth, um, they're they're requesting for the government to stop this because it's like more on you're saying police brutality stuff like that, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so how, why do you think the group ended up so big? Like, is it that, um, how do you say that? Is it that serious already? Like, how long has this been happening? Where did this protest group start? Was it just from a group of people and then social media? How do you think this, everything, like? Well, this this group, it, it's always been in existence since 2010, if I'm not mistaken. But each time they try to protest, there's always a leader. And these leaders have always been um, threatened or being bribed by the government. So the corrupt ones would accept the bribe and they were like, oh, you know what, the government said they should get in a week time, they're going to step to this, let's not protest anymore. Why the ones that are being threatened, they would just end the protest. So due to the power of social media, social media, we were able to protest on social media then we then a conclusion was made like okay on thursday we all are meeting at the toll gate it's a popular toll gate here in lagos state so they all met there 
it, it made the government confused because they don't know who to threaten, they don't know who to bribe, they don't know who to put to order. And the youth, they were, the youth are already having anger inside of them since 2010. Right. So the anger there made it more serious and unified. Yes. Okay. The anger escalated because of what happened during that day. <clears throat> no, 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 no. The anger has already been there due to, like, they have brothers that have been killed by this group called SARS. They have friends that have been mm. killed by SARS. Oh, they okay. have husbands being killed by SARS, wives. They have relatives that have been in prison unjustly. So everybody just, they, they got fed up, finally. It's like enough, enough. enough. Yes, finally. Yeah, enough is enough. Yeah, that's right. Because, um, it was on YouTube. It was on, um, different platforms instagram because i'm i follow different actors from there too and um they've been posting all the videos of different you know like kind of sensitive stuff all the killings and all that stuff um there was a stuff that says the live video and then the you know the army the soldiers were sent out to shoot randomly like why did it lead to this kind of incident like why did it go that bad like um, i thought i thought all the while the protest was a peaceful one and everyone was just saying yeah yeah yes yes it was a peaceful protest that like, like i said earlier the protest was about ending police brutality but for some reasons it's got spread down it got spread like it wasn't about the police brutality anymore it was getting into ending corruption ending the president so they they were spreading their meter points the initial meter point was 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 the toll gate but it got spread they were, were blocking the main roads that leads to different cities they were blocking the airports they were blocking the seaports wow they were blocking the government houses secretariats so the government they were losing money they were losing um, they are they are the the youths protesting. They were having international recognition. Everyone was noticing the protests, but they don't want to be sanctioned because if they end this South thing, the the youth would rise again. Because oh, they've achieved one. They let end power supply, insensitive power supply. They let end the bad roads and stuff like that. So that's why they sent out soldiers to distract the protest. Like okay, because. We in Nigeria, we are scared of soldiers. When you see soldiers, the way they beat, the way they torture, it's very unhuman. But the spirits, the spirits, the, the spirits of the youth are strong and very mighty. They are not scared of anything. So, if I may ask you, have you, by any chance, in your entire lifetime, have you experienced any of these things that? you know, led to this yeah. protest. And can you describe it a little bit? Just a little bit. Yes, I've experienced police brutality more than 10 times in my life. Oh my gosh. The first time I experienced, the first time I experienced police brutality was when I was going to school. Okay. I was stopped by a police officer. The question was, he asked was, what was in my bag? I told him my phone. Just because I was using an iPhone, he tagged me as a poster. 
um, me as of my age owning a, an international passport, he said, oh, so you are a international first as I own a passport. My accounts, all the money in my account was close to 200,000, including my feeding fee, including my hostel fee, including my school fee. It was removed. They withdrew everything. I had no choice. Wow. I had nothing to cost. I, there was no one to come to my aid. The second one, second time I, I experienced point brutality was when I was in school. I was arrested in my hostel. That's because we were talking about a transaction. Like we're just fantasizing on it. Like when I have $10 million now, or how you spend your money? So you thought it was a real money. Oh. So we we are all up. We were like, okay, where's the money? Where's the money? We said no money. That we are just fantasizing about it. That it's not real. The police officer, the SAS officer, didn't believe me and my friends. He locked us up in the cell. Wow. But I think we were in the cell for like four to six hours. Then he left us. He brought us out. He was like, okay, you guys should go and find money to bail yourself. He seized our gadget. And after like two to three hours, he called us back because we reported him to some of his seniors and his colleagues. That got him angry. He called us back pretending like he accepted, like, okay, okay, sorry for everything. Come and take your gadgets. On getting there, he arrested us again. Okay. He kept us in the cell. I was in the cell for complete six wow. days with no food, no water. Wow. So different series series of I that so series of it being stopped on the road. That you've been that you went through all these stuff. Um and I'm very sure that you have a lot more stories to tell and um I'm sorry I'm sorry to cut you. I just yeah. want to ask you another question and then um we'll okay. kinda wrap it up. But um so since now I think um it's kinda dying down the protest um do you think that they will end the SARS and then if they do what do you think the people around um especially the ones who participated in the protest what do you think they learned or what do you think this protest did to them as an individual or even to you if you were there well Ending of the ending of the SARS, the possibility is still very thin. Because Nigeria as a country is a very corrupt country. Except we get national recognition like the United States uh, involving in this or the or United Kingdom involving in this. They won't take it they will just say, Okay, we've we've um, reformed SARS, there's no more SARS, it's now DPC, it's now STC, so or they just find a, a name that doesn't look more serious and it will be see it will still be the same set of people on that starts working on this lane so like after a month when they look at the anger of the youths are down everyone is in the platform they will start over again so what this protest has really made us realize is there is strength in unity mm-hmm. If we held the youth unite, our voice can be heard. That's right. It made, it, it made me realize our leaders are scared of us if we are united. That's right. Okay, so um, oh, okay. I have two more, two more, two more to ask you. 
Uh, you know, okay. there were reported like casualties, like people who died. Uh, innocent people yes, just yes. doing the peaceful protest and trying to voice out their anger. And yeah, you know, they were randomly killed, boys and girls. Um, uh, I, me, myself, I felt um, bad about it. I, my heart was broken. I mean, and then there's a news spreading that these are all made up. It's fake. Like, how, how do you think it's fake? I mean, what, what can you say about this? Like, the families of these people, well, you know? Post- Firstly, firstly, the news are not mm. fake. Well, Nigeria, Nigeria is a country where they will tell you snakes swallowed 30 million dollars. They will tell you elephants walk into the building and break the wall and got away with all the documents. <laughs> Nigeria is a country where they will tell you a wind just blew over and the whole building collapsed with all the money in it disappeared. So all this, if you can see a leader can come up one day on TV and tell you, um, the videos you are seeing online are all fake. They are all old videos, all this and that. That's what they will tell you. But in reality, they all happened. The killing happened. The main, their main um objective, their main reason for having these killings is to put fear in the youth. Like, oh, they are not killing. They are not killing. Not let us. I'm not going out. They are killing. They killed someone yesterday. I'm not going. But that didn't stop the youths from protesting because mm-hmm. they had this strong desire to end it. But enough is enough. You don't know who's next. It might be you, it might be me, it might be the guy next door, it might be the guy beside me. You don't know who's That's next. Right. So some of these bad, this this bad politicians, they hired Ugnums okay. to distract the protest. Okay, so now... Um... Well, first of all, thank you for sharing your stories with us and your view on this. Um, Given a chance, given a chance that this recording would reach your president or to whoever government official. First of all, what is your message for your government or whoever can hear this? Um, Let's get your message first for the youth. What can you tell the youth of Nigeria or Lagos? Well for all the politicians that will say they should learn about vanity. Vanity? Yes. Because what is leading to corruption is greed. And greed is, greed is vanity. And to the youth, I will tell them, choose your vanity. Do you want to be greedy? Do you want to be proud? Do you want to be, do you want to be generous? Do you choose your vanity? Because after everything, we are all going to die and Oh, wow. So, okay, but I mean, um, you you want to say anything to your okay? So that's your message. Choose your vanity. That's kind of deep, because for women, vanity is like makeup and all. <laughs> but okay, um, yeah, because this this one this one I'm saying choose your vanity is this because if this so-called SARS group, if they know about vanity. They won't, they won't uh, intimidate uh, their fellow youths. The reason they will think about it in a different aspect. Why am I intimidating this young guy? He's just trying to survive. He's just trying to make a living. Let me just let him be. And if he's if he's doing something against the law, I book him. I put him to book, not yeah. harass him, not torture him, not. Yeah. I mean, and like the legal process. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes, so she's a vanity. When you understand vanity, you will know all what you are doing is not needed. 
She's a volunteer. That's right. So both for the youth and the government, that's your message. Yes, she's a volunteer. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, Give it a chance. Example, um, since you already said your message to both the youth and the government, would you leave your country? Would you say um, you want to leave Nigeria? Well, firstly, if my country is as good as the United States or the, or the first world countries like United States, Europe, I won't leave my country. I have no reason to leave my country. You've never seen an American citizen telling you, I want to leave America. That's because everything is okay for, for him over there. The health sector, educational sector, the cost of living is okay for him. But here in Nigeria, our health sector is very bad. Even this country will frustrate you. Will frustrate you like Nigeria is a waste of opportunity. So you give me any chance. I would leave without looking back mm-hmm. until it, this until the government, the our leaders are corruption. I think until they part ways, until they let go of corruption, I will leave this. Okay, country. I'm sorry. To say. <laughs> I understand. I completely understand. Okay, so um, Priya, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. Your views, your opinions on this, and hopefully we could talk to you again some other time about something else. You probably like a, a better sure, topic sure. there in um, Nigeria or like Lagos, Nigeria. Um, sure. I wish you guys sure. all the best. Uh, hopefully, you know, God willing, all this would end and there would be a more um, peaceful, you know, like more. I don't know, more peaceful protests, a better life for everybody there, especially the Christmas season is coming. So, um, thank you so much again um, for your time. So, guys, this is Jane again from Self Elevation and um, until the next recording, I hope you guys like this version of the NSARS topic. Um, So, this is Priya directly um, right now. He is directly uh, talking to me from Lagos, Nigeria. So this is Jane from Self Elevation, and I'll talk to you guys again. Thanks. Thank you again, Priya. Thank you. You're welcome.